it, it, you know, Mother Nature is playing tricks with us this week. Um, yesterday here was, you know, feeling quite springy. And today is feeling quite nippy. Well, So I felt like all the girls needed a pick-me-up. Okay. So it's the song I'm coming in with. And I hope okay. y'all ready. Are we ready? Not really, but you're going to give it to us. Of course. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. Okay. We're going to be ratchet all leading up to the summer. Oh, why is you here? Yes, queen. Yes, queen. Yes, queen. Okay, well, what you say with the bulls? Girl, if I were to judge anyone, I judge you on that body where the shoulders should match them hips, but they don't. So, I don't want a deal to up my ass today. So I had to pay homage to one of the baddest bitches there ever was, mm-hmm. um, which that would be the Trina from Dade yes, County, the Trina from Dade County, mm-hmm. the, the original city girl. Come on. The baddest bitch. Because those lines were iconic from that album. I'm not going to go into it right now and why that's a whole dissertation. If you are late in your isms in order to carry your black gay card, it's too late. Just go catch up. No one has time to fill you in. That's not what we're here for today. Welcome to a social experiment gone horribly wrong that we love to call Who Raised You Hoes? It's supposed to be innocent. So innocent. Friend, at? friend, you already know how we do this and how it does not work over the, the remotes. It don't work in unison on the remote. That's why I just let you have it on the remote. You know, it's perfectly fine. Uh, yeah. I am your host, Lene. Um, and my Twitter handle is going to be Sprung Clocks. Sprung Clocks? Sprung Clocks. Mm-hmm. 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 What's that about, friend? That's interesting. <laughs> so that? you know, we just went through, we just went through daylight savings time, and uh, you mm-hmm. know, oh, spring God. is about to sprung, and it, it's about uh-huh. to be whole season. Sprung, okay. sprung clocks. You know, got it, got sprung it. Clocks. I hear you loud and clear. All right, sprung locks and, and head um... knocks. That's what it. That's what it's giving. <laughs> that's what it's giving. Mm-hmm. It's about to be a banshee summer. Okay. Yes, it <laughs> hey, is. Y'all, I am your co-host, Marlon, a.k.a. Tired Titty Tickler. That's, that's me this week, y'all. That's, that's my Twitter handle this week. Huh? Tired Titty Tickler. That's it. Why? Because I ain't got time this week. I'm tired. I can't listen. I can't give you no foreplay. I can't give you no strokes, child. We just gonna tickle the titty and just move on. I hope it works. Cause I'm tired. I'm tired. Not not tickle the titty, because I'm tired. That's it. 
That's it. That's Not for you chewing this damn edible in the middle of the show. First of all, just no, because they hear you. <laughs> just chewing. Oh my god, they can. Mm-hmm. Oh shit! Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> You know, I, I don't like the way you know. I feel like you <laughs> laugh it at me and not with me, and this is just not gonna work for me. <laughs> so today I've learned that I need to put my phone on silent when I'm eating, when I'm having my edible, because um, yeah, yeah, you know, it, it's so it's giving very much Zoom meetings gone wrong. What? Um, well, then there's I mean, that. then you have the iconic Zoom meetings go gone wrong when you had that one woman where her son was in the middle of class. And she like she just mm-hmm. got out the shower about to get in and not realizing that his camera was on and Shorty was like on the right butt naked. I can't. I and can't. Like, I promise you, the teacher was sitting here like, um, baby, you sure we supposed to be seeing this man? <laughs> and then the mom moms turns around, realizes what's going on, and just covers herself and runs. It's too late at that point, sis. Way too this- late. Then it, well, luckily, I ain't seen much of nothing, but still, it's like, um, the next time you decide to hop on your school zone, can you please let me know before I decide to get naked or hop in the shower? Well, please I mean, and thank you. Well, kids, welcome to the show this week. So, it, we're gonna have a good day because guess what? If you didn't know, last night Abbott Elementary came back off their three week hiatus. She did, I didn't get to see it, but she did. Girl, oh, there, there is it's some, it's some conflict being presented now. Oh, I'm not gonna spoil it because you said you ain't watched it yet. You've been having a busy week, but I'm gonna just say this three people are affected by this change. One is like one is gonna take you, it's gonna take you back just a little bit, but it's one in particular where it's like, okay, this might be real. But I ain't gonna okay. say what it is. I ain't gonna say okay. what it is. I'm gonna let you watch. I'm gonna let you okay. watch. Even though you've been ripping and running, I know, you know, if you guys do not know, my co-host, not only does he help out with this show, he also does help with another, he also does help with Navi's Kitchen, which I know you guys are having pop-ups left and right. Oh, child. Oh, Lord, have mercy. It's, it's, it's terrible, but it's good, but it's terrible, child. Listen. <laughs> I, I told y'all like it's about to get hectic yes. <laughs> but yes it is what have you been watching with your downtime instead of just uh, you know the back of your eyelids i mean that's all that i've had a lot of time to watch i did catch up on um at an elementary up until last night i didn't catch last night's episode because i was okay. again tired tickling titties uh so <laughs> yeah I, I have not been watching much of anything yeah not streaming anything it's very it, it, it's fine i'm gonna give him his rest because trust me when or no, to- no 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 i take that back i take that back what has they had me watching uh bad vegan i have to blame him for this shit because if it weren't for him i would not I wouldn't mm. pay attention to shit like that. It wouldn't even be on my radar. But he loves the documentaries and all. Child, I, how stupid can you be? Like, you really sit here and watch this, and then um, the t- uh, the tender swindler, and it's like, yo, 
How naive can you be? Y'all really, first of all, I, I want to speak to my Caucasian women here because this y'all on these shows. I just you know, want y'all to you know, know. I'm, we speaking to the bland community. No shade. You know, uh, the Mayo Militia. Listen. Mayo Militia. I have to use that more often. Continue. Y'all just got money to just throw around. Because you motherfuckers are giving these fools money upwards of the six figures and I just don't get it. Sis from Bad Vegan? Ma'am! You just had people throwing money around. Your mama was giving this fool money. You was giving him money to the point that at the y'all gotta watch this shit because I I was dumbfounded the entire time. I couldn't believe it. I was sitting there like, wait, hold up. How did how if I carry my one and then the man is still calling and threatening her? I'm like, wait, while they're doing the confessional to the documentary, I'm like, wait, what? I just don't get it. I don't get it. And then yeah, and y'all, first of all, he is out of jail. So I and then y'all getting these loans with what is just loaning you all this hundreds of thousands of, of dollars over and over again. At one point, she said she had a friend that she knew from high school that ended up giving her like $600,000 just because she asked for it. Those Where are these people at in my life? What, like, what, what, what's the? Ain't asking me no. And at that point, she was in the thick of all of the bullshit, like the worst. Like, restaurant done had two walkouts at this point, and I'm coming to ask you for coin, and you passing it to me again. I just, I don't understand. What is it? What is it in the lack of melanation in that the gives front- y'all all this coin? And the funny part is, it's not like we we're talking about some restaurant that wasn't profitable. We're talking food, pure food and wine. Yeah. Mind you had one of the, which was clearly ahead of her time with the cuisine that she was serving. One of the top restaurants in New York. That's what I'm saying. Like pure food and wine. I'm like, I started working in Manhattan in 2014. I still remember mm-hmm. pure food and wine. I was like, wait, huh? Ciao. A mess. A mess. But yes, if y'all have not seen Bad Vegan and you really want to scratch your head and uh, be confused about caucasity along with everybody else, watch that show because it was, it. I'm still just gagging. <laughs> I'm still it, gagging. It, it, it was a lot. It was a lot, y'all. It was a yeah, lot. Yeah, it was. It was a lot. You know, I love watching documentaries where, you know, the, um, the Bland clan Always, you know, they get scant first. Oh, this is the bland plan. <laughs> it, it just, it make, like, I said this before, and I have to reiterate it. Nothing warms my heart more than watching documentaries where the bland clan, the melanated militia, I mean, the non-melanated militia, I like watching things where they get scanned. Here's why. Because they don't get scanned in the smallest way. They get scanned in the largest way possible. If you really want a documentary that's going to make you literally crack your shit up, go watch the Fire Festival documentary. Let me, let me implicate which one. The one on Hulu is better than the one on Netflix. Follow me mm. here. 
the one on Netflix has the people that were involved in it. In that one, mm-hmm. Hulu has more of the take of the pe- the actual patrons that went to the do- to the festival, the people that actually got affected by this lie and this kind, like the actual woman mm-hmm. that owned the restaurant that lost like her entire savings. Though they started to go funny and literally gave her all of her money back. Oh my but, god! Yeah, if I promise you, if watching the Bland Clan cry tears of brokenness. Any of these documentaries crack me up. It is like a guilty pleasure of mine. I'm like, oh, where the popcorn at? They about to get scammed. You know what? <laughs> I fucking can't. And then they be crying because they really be crying. The one that got me for the fire festival when they literally lost all their shit is when they saw the flipping food. Now they paid that like in the fire festival doc. They paid thousands of dollars thousands mm. with an s and i get to this island first of all it is nowhere near prepared at all they have mm-hmm. storm tents set up for the actual people to go to when they're supposed to have villas and all of a sudden they can't Huge. find nobody they can't reach nobody then the make matters worse they get they finally get around to feeding them they give these people, and this was like a meme on Twitter, because I promise you, I wish I was on Twitter heavy when the whole fire fraud started. They gave them a cheese sandwich. A what, bitch? A cheese sandwich. Now, let me let me explain this, right? You would be thinking, okay, maybe it's like a grilled cheese and a side of tomato soup, something now. It was literally two slices of bread. If I'm not mistaken, a little bit of lettuce for garnish and cheese. Bitch, somebody would have had to die because they ain't no fucking they, way. They had no, they were not, they were saying they were trying to rush and do all of this. And the thing that takes months to plan for a festival, they were trying to do within less than a month and it backfired badly. If you guys did not watch the Fire Frogs on um, the Fire Festival documentaries, I'm telling you, the one I recommend personally is the one on Hulu because that one is the best one. That one also another, another good one that I love watching because um, I heard so much about it and we were young at the time uh, is on HBO Max. They have a lot of documentaries centered around like music. And the one I love watching is the Woodstock one. Now, if you have not mm. watched the Woodstock 99 documentary on HBO Max, they, they get into the things in that one. Oh, uh, I'm going to have to check They talk out. about, yeah, they talk about the conditions were deplorable. They even went on to talk about the women that were sexually assaulted and raped that actually reported oh it. God. It gets deep. Oh, it get, I'm telling you, if you have not especially if you're like me and love documentaries, HBO Max is the place for you with certain ones like that one. And then the Gordon Parks documentary, which is a nut, which is actually one of my favorite documentaries ever. Cause y'all know how I love Gordon Parks. And it takes you through like giving you a little bit of the background story about his life and what actually led to him doing certain collections. But anywho, it's not all right here. If you guys do not know, we love documentaries here. Send us some suggestions. We live for it. As you guys <laughs> just heard, we talked about Bad Vegan, the Fire Festival, and even documentaries that are on HBO Max. Send us your suggestions on the socials as we slide on in. Mm. We slide on in. Get comfortable. Mm. What? 
I can't feel my toes. Who? Blake on the seat. <laughs> it's what? It's time to get up, wipe, and flush. Get up, oh. wipe, and flush. Say get up, what? wipe, and flush. Oh, get up, mm. wipe, and flush. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, y'all. It's time, all oh, children, boys, and girls, it's time for us to scroll it on. Mm-hmm. So last week, um, there was quite a bit of a stare on the line. And it was a headline that I thought I'd never see in all my days. Mm-hmm. Fred, are you ready for this announcement? I don't know, but go ahead and give it to me. NBC Universal announced that Maury Povich would retire his daytime talk show after 31 years on air. Oh, no more use the pappy. No more use the pappy. No more crying and running in the back and questioning life. No more George Jetta and being on the show. I want to say close to twenty times trying to find a baby oh daddy for like God. one of her kids. This comes from NewYorkPost.com. Veteran daytime talk show host Maury Povich is retiring with the original episode, the last original episodes of Maury set to broadcast in September after thirty-one years on air. NB. C. Universal confirmed that the impacting exit of the 83-year-old Povich, I didn't know he was 30, the 83, Lord, on yeah. Monday. All episodes are likely to live on in some form, however, with, within the company saying that the show has thousands of lively, entertaining, and dramatic episodes that will continue to be successful in daytime for years to come. I'm proud of my relationship with NBC Universal and all of those who worked on the Maury Povich show, but as occasionally tell my guests on Maury, enough already, he said. <laughs> Yo, that motherfucker, he has been in business for a long ass time. 30? Well, I'm, baby, I'm 34. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> This man has been on for 31 years. That is fucking crazy. That's three That's decades. Crazy. Yeah. Hell yeah. It's about fucking time. And he's going to keep making money because that show is definitely a syndication. Like, he's they're going to keep watching that fucking show. It's enough to fill a slot. Like, you have enough reruns to fill a slot. That's crazy. I remember when used to be, I'm at home sick, my feet kicked up, sipping on some mm-hmm. damn soup and ginger ale. Like, he do look like, you, like him. Look at those ears. <laughs> look at that nose. You the father? You the father? Uh-uh. Why are you up here uh-uh. fretting? You fretting for the audience? You the pappy. Read, take the test. <laughs> take, look, and then here you go. Then you got to cheat your spouse. You knew it was a camera in the room. Right. You knew. And, and look at you, looking all thirsty. All on her. On the, se- or the sexy decoy. Right. I can't. Like, <laughs> oh my God. Then, of course. And then you have the iconic flipping scared straight episodes where they got that one badass kid that the parent yes. can't control that they mm. want to send to a facility for a day. And have oh all those God. people screaming them kids' faces. I'm like, ooh, COVID. Now that we look back on it. Coronavirus! The shit is real! You know, like, back, can you give me some shit? You all in my face trying to get on me? <laughs> Yo, I'm surprised that he has lasted that long with, like, basically repeated shows like that. 
because he's he's notorious for the you're not the father, but he's had so many shows. He's done that for like three decades. It's fucking crazy. That's really crazy. But shout out to him. Like he definitely ain't got nothing. He can retire comfortably. He's not gonna have to do anything ever. Yeah, I believe this is actually his exit to retire because the man is eighty three. You've been. Ho- Let's be honest, because I tweeted this and I stand by it. This is the most I heard y'all ever talk about Maury. Period. Um, Period. Last time I remember mentioning anything in regards to Maury was when I was in high school. I have not watched Maury since I graduated. My thing is, who the hell was still watching him? I promise you, oh, like people that do not have work, especially older people, oh, they live. I'm like, oh, Maury on mm-hmm. all the daytime shows because they're home to watch them. Yeah. That's There's true. your audience. Do your thing, sir. Do your thing. Well, as we move on along, so I have a little a little PSA for all the baiters in the room. Hey girl, I got a little warning from you. Okay. Uh-oh. This warning, this warning um, is about something that y'all use, you know, to Distribute the children. <laughs> Not um, distribute. Distribute the children. <laughs> distribute the children to the five finger dispensary. Mm-hmm. You know, trying to basically birth control. I can't. <laughs> but thanks. Uh, so apparently, Jurgens has a recall. Uh, let's talk about the thing. Girl, <laughs> what? actually coming from CNN, some types of Jerkins moisturizers have been recalled because of possible bacteria contamination. The Food and Drug Administration announced that Jerkins manufacturer KAO USA, don't want to mess up the name, so I just spelled it, wants customers to check if they have three ounce or 10 ounce products of Jerkins Ultimate Healing Moisturizer because they can contain. Floral bacteria. Oof. I ain't even gonna get into that one. <laughs> Y'all get the message with that. Although the bacteria speaking is bad. It's bad. Uh, although the bacterium typically poses little medical risk to healthy people, the FDA noted that the term <laughs> could cause infections and in the auto. The autoimmune compromised people, numerous consumer products have been recalled for similar bacteria contaminations. Mm-mm. So, girl, all, if, who's still using Jurgens, child? We, you, you know, the people that haven't discovered um, lubrication or Vaseline mm-hmm. or anything. Mm-hmm. Of the, so, I mean, first of all, can we just sidebar? Can we have a whole talk? If you were still, and this is no shame at all, but if this is your go-to for when you feel in the feeling the urge, I need you to grow he's, up. He's putting up the uh, the the Vaseline, the cocoa butter edition. Yes, um, yes, mean, children, I, please don't don't do that. That's you. You're not you're not in prison, baby. Mm-hmm. You can get you you can get you some off-brand lube to you know do the things. Uh, if they had a paid sponsorship, I would you know promote Bear Bomb. You know, if they I mean, had a paid sponsorship. But my thing is, is that I, when it comes to masturbation, get your life. I get mean, it. the lotions and all the things, because it's just you. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
But when you start going into the intercourse and you want to be playing with hoes and stuff, get you some lube, child. Don't mm-mm. don't embarrass yourself. Mm-mm. No, don't you be. Mm-mm. Don't you embarrass. And for the love of God, if you are just discovering lubrication, for the love of God, do yourself the hugest favor. Unless it is a sex story, the toy. I'm not understanding why the girls, and this is for most of the girls, I'm not understanding why y'all prefer water base because that's just. Well, well, a lot of people prefer water-based lubrications, especially if you are using protection because it works a little bit easier. Also, water-based lubes tend to not stain bedding and things of the sort. Okay. I prefer silicone because it's a little bit slicker. Because you're that you girl know, and you have common sense. Mm-hmm. She does the things. Uh, mm-hmm. But I have found some water-based, as we have discussed before on this podcast, that work pretty well, but that's usually the difference that uh, people, because some people really, really like water-based lubes. I just, she just, she don't really she don't do nothing for me. Certain, off, certain ones I found that, that really work, but most of them are not, are not my jam. But yeah, a lot of people don't get them because they stain and then uh, they work a little bit better with uh, condoms and such and so forth. But yeah. That's why I said sex toys. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, and sex toys too, yes. Yeah, if you have a sex toy, you should be using water base. No shade. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Come on, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, first it was Brittany. Uh oh. And now it's Amanda. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Amanda Bynes is now a free woman. This is coming from NBC News. A judge terminated the conservatorship of former child actor Amanda Bynes Tuesday after her petition to dissolve the agreement was met with her parents' full support. Bynes, 35, has been in a personal conservatorship since 2013, following what she previously described as a dark period in her life. And conservatorship of the estate was terminated in 2017 after her assets were moved into a trust. Bynes' mm-hmm. father was named as a trustee and her mother remained in control of her medical and personal affairs. Bynes released a statement through her attorney following the ruling, thanking both her fans and parents for their support. In the last several years, I've been working hard to improve my health so that I can live and work independently. And I'll continue to prioritize my well-being in the next chapter in this next chapter, she said. I'm excited about the upcoming endeavors, including my perfume line, my fragrance line, and look forward to sharing more when I can. So congratulations to Amanda. We actually we root team Amanda around here, you know. And best of luck, girl. Yeah, do your thing, do you do these conservatorships? I didn't know there were so many out there like that. Yeah. Whenever like they feel as if you're going through it, like Amanda was just like Britney's and to be brutally honest, Amanda was worse. From what I heard, I didn't really keep up with her like that, but I remember a lot of people mm. were buzzing about her when she was in the height of all the bullshit. Yeah, she it was she ended up getting a face tag, everything. Yeah, it Amanda was spiraling at one point. Like, oh, it wow. was, I didn't know it, that. It were bad. It were bad. Yes, I know what I said. <laughs> it were bad. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. But yeah, congratulations to her. So I wanted to get, because I was scrolling on, on the lines yesterday, uh, and I noticed that this, this bill has taken over my feed. So... I took it upon myself to do a little research. 
And here's what I found. This is coming mm-hmm. from ABC News. Florida's controversial mm-hmm. don't say gay bill. What's inside the proposed law? Florida parental rights and educational bill dubbed the don't say gay bill by LGBTQ activists is on the governor's desk awaiting his signature. Meanwhile, debate continues on this legislation and what it can mean for teacher for schools, teachers, students, and parents. The bill can be read in full here, which I'm not going to click. What does the don't say gay legislation exactly say? Classroom instruction on sexual orientation or gender identification may not occur in kindergarten through third grade or in any manner that is not age appropriate or developmentally appropriate for students and adherence with state standards. However, the legislation does not make it clear on what age appropriate or developmentally appropriate, what's developmentally appropriate, because state standards for sexual orientation and gender identification are almost non-existent for many grades. The bill has potential to reach beyond the third grade because of its vague language opponents warn. The legislation also states that Florida Department of Education would have to update its standards in adherence with the requirements, so it is unclear how far the ban would extend. The bill would also state, uh, which also states that it would be prohibited discussion about sexual orientation and gender identity in certain grade levels or in specified manner. The bill is is so purposely vague, says a Democrat from Florida, um, Tina Pelosi, on the Senate floor during debate. Some of us have been teachers and would listen to them because they're the experts. You're tight. Um, you're tying their hands to the conversation that will flow from instruction. Bill supporters will not ban people from talking casually about LGBTQ topics in schools. Parent, uh, parents can sue a school district if they believe this is a violation of any of the requirements or restrict or restrictions. Parents may requ- may also request a special ministries. Excuse me, my straight to determine facts relating to the dispute and to recommend a solution to the school board of education. The cost to do that um, to do that would be responsible of the district according to the legislation. This bill does not define sexual orientation or gender identification. Pelosi proposed and excuse me and admits to abolish the bill, which will restrict curriculum in all sexual orientation and gender identities, including heterosexuality and cisgender identities. If we're going to go as far as to ban any institute of these concepts in K through three and elsewhere, it's not appropriate that we should know what we're talking, then we should know what we're talking about. Defining these terms, including heterosexuality, homosexuality or bisexuality and gender-related identity appearance or behavior could clear up what the bill would ban. I'm sick of the shit. It's stupid. We already touched on this in a previous episode. I'm not going to get too riled up about it, but I'm very appreciative of the fact that motherfuckers is like, if you're going to do this, then we're putting all sexualities and genders across the board. And you shouldn't be talking about shit including cisgender heterosexual people as well if you're gonna do it everybody's going under the umbrella the reason why the reason why i brought it up is because though yes this is a bill that is in florida this bill 
I don't think people understand once it gets passed in one state, it can go to the Supreme Court and actually become mm-hmm. legislation around the country. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they're going to try it. They are going to try it. it oh. Yesterday, we saw a bunch of people that work at Disney and also ESPN. And it was funny that the story came from ABC News, which is a Disney company. And they talked about it. I saw that Raven Simone, along with her, the EPs for her show and cast members, all walked out off the set for yesterday for production for her show. Uh, we saw a lot of people that work at Disney voicing great disapproval behind the bill because, of course, it affects them. And we also know Disney is trying to be on board with this bill as well. And I just don't understand why you would fumble your bag like that. I don't hey, like it. <laughs> the gays so live for Disney, especially the not, excuse me, the non-melanated militia. Oh, those girls? The <laughs> Oh, they live for some Disney. They care they, they carry you. And not to mention all your Marvel movies, everything, all of that stuff like says you this is the hill you want to do. Okay. This is you want to die. This is what you want to do. This is This is what you want to do. This is what you want to do. Got it. Okay, sis. Like we'll go not, right they, ahead. There will it will be a no small world after all around this mud. It really won't, and it because if 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 your LGBTQ plus constituency really stood up against this bullshit, if you decide to sign on, you're gonna be in trouble. You're gonna be in trouble. <sighs> it's not so, going well. I was gonna touch on the whole Megan Thee Stallion tweets about her former label owner. I'm gonna give it an. I think I want to come up with a separate one just for when things like this happen. And they'll be like, let's spill the tea. Mm. You, think, you think we should do let's spill the tea? I mean, you know, if it comes up, why not? You know, I, I, I really think this one requires me to spill a little bit of tea, but it's going to require a lot because I will basically be reading tweets going back and forth between both parties. Oh my God! Wow. It, it listen. I will give what was said because I only got one more thing after this, and then we go into the trending topics, and that is it and all. <laughs> so where can I start to begin? If you guys are not familiar, let me spill this tea real quick before I get into the um before I finish out score one. So if you guys don't remember. Meg and Carl Crawford, who is the CEO of 1501 Certified Entertainment, that is the label that Megan Thee Stallion assigned to. They have been having a bit of bumping heads as of late, if you guys have been living under a rock. Meg released at the end of last year, I want to say, she released something for the hotties. Mm-hmm. The label has been disputing in court that that does not count as an album. So it comes out that 1501 uh, certified entertainment sues Meg Thee Stallion over release of something for the hotties. Claims that she owes the label more money. So the battle is only at um, Carl. This comes from the shade room. Carl claims the album, which have fulfilled, uh, which would have fulfilled her contract, isn't really an album because it includes unreleased songs, according to TMZ TV. They say no one counter suing Megan's lawsuit, claiming that uh, that the album does not have um, have new material that she owes the label more recordings and money. So, 
it gets ugly. Carl, this is from Meg. This is actually a tweet she put out. Carl, you got a whole contact with 300 and talking shit to me like I got your fucking, like I got your fucking money. You're attacking me. Why? Because you want to be famous. Not, you want to be famous, not rich. Ask Kevin Lyles where your money at, stupid. Carl, I don't want to be signed to your pill popping, uh, your pill popping ass, I'm assuming. Yes, pill popping ass. You talking about I ain't paid for a show and you sound slow. I'm an artist. I don't pay you directly. Maybe fight the man you signed to, the man you signed to and see where some of the money you fuck, uh, go see some money, you fucking powderhead. You hide it behind Jay Prince. So also, how can I owe you any uh, any of my money outside music where your team can't even provide actual statements of what I owe? You also haven't paid me since 2019. Your team paid off something, paid, uh, your team signed off on something for the Heidi's to count as an album. Now, it's not. Jokes. People love bringing up Rock Nation. Like, hell yeah, my team is great. Am I supposed to have a bad one? And what about uh what about a bitch carl i didn't okay that one i already read so mr crawford decide uh, crawford excuse me decides to you know throw his head in, in the argument and he says uh hey y'all believe that bullshit all you want to i ain't got twitter i ain't got twitter fingers so i'm about to type shit all day and i promise everything i everything said about me um upset about that matter is a lie the truth will come out soon enough defamations claim on the way and he also kind of let off this last one this all coming from a bona fide alcoholic who fucked the whole industry including her best friend nigga Now, if you guys do not recall in this in this tale, the last time that this whole situation was brought up, it came out that uh, Meg actually started messing around with Tori behind Kelsey's back because Kelsey actually had Tori first. And that's what we found out. So, yeah. That's the thing. Oh, boy. Oh, and we will be quiet <laughs> and on mute until they go back to court because Meg also said she's not talking about this. See y'all in court. Pretty much. This is going to be messy, child. So, yeah, girl. It, it's getting real rough in these streets. I wish I could be like, oh, this is all fabricated. These are all tweets that you could dig up yourself. Oh. <laughs> And last, but certainly not least. So, we all have been complaining about our TLs for a while when it comes to Instagram and how it is sporadic mm. and all over the damn place. Well, children, Instagram has heard you in oh. a way. Because as of today, Instagram is rolling out a new feature. The new option, which rolls out to this come from CNN, the new option, which rolls out to users globally on Wednesday, was the first teased by Instagram head during Senate hearing last year about the impact the platform has on teens. At the time, the move appeared to address some concerns over algorithms, sometimes push younger users into harmful rabbit holes that can impact their mental health. Instagram said said Wednesday that users will be able to select from two new ways to display their posts on their feed in reverse chronological order. 
That's right. You heard me right. The first and most familiar to those who use social apps before the rise of algorithm feeds is a following tool that highlights posts from people the user follows in the order that the posts were shared. Mm. Instagram will also offer a favorites feature that will show the latest posts from a list of specific accounts, such as close friends and favorite creators. The users can add up to 50 favorites and posts from these accounts will show higher in their home feeds as indicated by the star icon icon. People who are not notified when they are added or removed from these lists. Well, there you have it. It's about fucking time, child. Cause <laughs> I'm tired. I'm tired of hopping. Like y'all don't know, but for the most part, when y'all see who raised you hoes on Instagram, that's me. And <laughs> it gets annoying when I have to flip because I have to manage two accounts: my personal one and then the professional one. And it gets annoying when I decide to <laughs> focus more on the professional. One, I go back to personal. I'm seeing posts from days ago. I go back yeah. and switch and then switch back to the other account. I'm seeing posts from days ago. Why is my timeline being thrown back at least three days in some occasions? Right. It don't make sense. We've been complaining and scared about this feature forever. Right. And y'all like, just yeah. not listening. Why are we surprised? Are we are we no. Are we? No. All right. As long as I'm on the same page. I know I heard somebody <laughs> in the room. Hmm. And y'all know I had to let y'all go with a little bit of <laughs> what's trending. Let's get to the trending topics. So you have not viewed my notes. So we're going to start from there. I'll give you a flip of a coin. Okay. So I'm going to come up with three terms and they're going to be split fire. And I want you to pick one. And that'll be the first topic that we cover because I have three and I promise you they won't okay. be long. Okay. Uh, the truth. Mm-hmm. The date. Mm-hmm. The term. I'm gonna say it again. The truth. The date. The term. Which one? The term. Let's talk about it, girls. Literally. Okay. So I'm just gonna improvise because we don't have time for technical difficulties right now, and I don't know what's going on in IG unless there's an update while we're recording, and I don't know. So there was a post from Gay E Magazine, and it was a guy. I don't know his his TikTok um, handle, so please forgive me, and I hope I ain't screwing nothing up. But apparently, homie had a few things to say in regards to the term "girl." He said, hmm. "Shout out to the girls that don't be mind that don't be don't mind being called girl. It's like a separate okay. language." He was saying, "You know, for the Debbie Down, it's like I'm not a girl, blah blah blah. To say for you, shout out to all my girls that like being called girl." Mm-hmm. So, for the children that don't know, uh, it's kind of like code for the gays. When we call someone girl, it could be in a good way. It could be in a bad way. It's kind of like bitch. Mm. It just has it has a plethora of meanings. Yes, it's all about the inflections, all about the tone. Yes, absolutely. Body language and all. Grab. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can't and you can't help it. It's like it has it has so many seasonings, so many seasonings. Oh, here come your ex in with some new nigga, girl. <laughs> <laughs> The chick that the look, the chick, the dude that was popping shit about you on Instagram that popped up in the spot. 
Girl. <laughs> oh, that girl, I'm not worried about her. Whatever. Word. Like, the dude that, she, the that. dude the dude that she was popping into on the apps and popped up in the spot. Girl. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I, gave really yeah. I gave y'all but, examples. Yeah. I gave y'all examples. So shout out to the girls don't mean my being mine called girl. So you have two mm-hmm. left. The truth and the turn. Which one? I already did the turn. Ah oh, crap. So I, the date, the truth. The truth. All right. So hopefully this works now. So recently Sukihana appeared on Don't Call Me White Girl, the podcast. And they had a ravishing conversation in regards to DL Men. Oh my God. And I think you saw this already. They gave I don't had think a, you probably saw it but didn't pay attention to it. So mm. let me see if it plays. No, Instagram is wild in the day. So they got on a discuss because I've always had gay friends since high school. I remember being taken to a gay house, right? And I remember, and it it was in town. It wasn't Philly, that was in town. And I remember sitting at the top of the steps and niggas ducking because they see me, they know I'm a stranger because these niggas got wives and girlfriends. The kind of community we have, the way the black community is not really welcoming to gay people, especially gay men, I'm changing. Will you play for the next part, please? Come on, don't do me like this. Instagram is me- really messing up today. But yeah, your friends, your yeah. job, and everything. And I have so. talked to some niggas. I have talked to a nigga in Delaware where I heard that he was in jail. Fuck it. Fuck mm-hmm. niggas. It's very you know? common. It's so very common. I feel like most of the time, I feel like at my age, it ain't no way I have fucked a guy. It's not one of them niggas had some type of nigga play. I'm telling you. I ain't playing. Statistically, now this is another doctor study. Statistically, out of 10 niggas, three of them got hand jobs by other niggas. Count the niggas in here, count them. Do the math. One, two, what? three, four, five. Yeah. And even y'all, y'all fellas, we got, we got a pack house. This bitch pulled up with 37 niggas, 8K47s and all that shit. Get for real. But it's a lot of guys in here for real. This is what I tell all my niggas. You got friends, right? I'm going to really lock in with you. I like you the most. You got friends, friends, niggas you can, there's no disrespect. Niggas you grew up with from back in the day. You know how you establish your friendships and y'all stay, right? I don't feel like we have the environment. Oh, come on. Instagram is really messing with my groove right now. Oh, you. I feel like we don't have the kind of community where niggas come out. So niggas literally, for real though, I feel like we don't have the kind of community. A lot of niggas ain't ready for this conversation. We don't have the kind of community where niggas can come out. People say, I know little kids that was two and three, right? Little boys, feminine, act like they were gay. And now they grown and they're gay. We knew they was gay then. But nobody said to Shaquita, yo, you ever think of little Mookie gay? What would you do? How are you handling? If anything, it turned into this. Here comes Shaquita with her gay ass son. And he a baby. Maybe if you said to your sister, hey, what if he gay? How would you handle it? What do you think about it? You know, maybe she could be more prepared for it. Because mine, 
I don't give a fuck if my son come home and lace friends. I'm going to fix my son's wig. I'm never putting my son yeah, home. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, thanks. Especially because that's the way he fuck. I don't give a fuck. I don't chill the fuck. I want him to get jobs and get the fuck out of my house. Yeah. <laughs> I want him to yeah. get... I'm going to stop there because shout out to Jamona for that one because it was, a, it was a word in what Jamona said because it's the truth. We talk about this all the time on the show, but it's the truth of the matter. Right. Every dude that we've messed with at some point in life, especially if they were discreet or DL, nine times out of ten, they come from a side of life where they can't come out. And mm-hmm. like she said, because of how society treats men when it comes to sexuality, this is why this happens. Yeah. And she was like, I love that she said, I don't care if my son gay or not, I'm, coming. I'm fixing to his wig. <laughs> that one kind of blew me back. That blew my cat back a little bit. As, as if she didn't blow my cat back already when she was like, Yeah, I fuck with a nigga that got his dick sucked, but I do um if if I did fuck with somebody that got their dick sucked before, but I do I'm not gonna leave him. Especially if he got everything that I want. Why would I leave him? What's the point? Like you, that's some That's some real shit. Woman shit. I wasn't I wasn't prepared for her to say that. Because yeah. but you know what it is? Especially she, Demona, if I'm not mistaken, lives in Atlanta, and that's why they were saying like you in Atlanta now. Like, yeah, Atlanta is gay capital. <laughs> like, not as I said, the niggas that you meet in Atlanta, it's a possibility he might have he might have fucked the nigga before. I mean, in nine times out of ten, she's from Philly, right? She's from Philly, DL Central. Like, get the fuck out of him. I'm, I'm you, certain. If you are from <laughs> a major city in the United States, let me tell you something. Every major city has DL niggas. Let's be perfectly yes, clear. Some of them, the, the, the count is just higher than others. And I feel like Philly is one of those places where there is like a plethora of DL niggas. Because when I think Philly, and I've never like, I haven't really experienced Philly like that yet. Like I've, I've touched down to Philly a couple of times, been on a right. couple of occasions just to like be around for an event mm. or just to go for some food, yada, yada, yada. But from this what I understand, Philly like, she's like, hello. Um, <coughs> Philly and Philly. Like Philly is, is, is known to be kind of rough around the edges. So I, I can only imagine the dudes in Philly, it, it just feels very hyper-masculine from Philly. So I can only imagine that uh yeah there's a lot of DL motherfuckers in Philly I think of that I think of Philly I think of New York New York has hella mm-hmm. DL niggas in it I think of Atlanta I think of Charlotte mm-hmm. uh, I've heard of Houston I heard LA niggas I heard are, just got fire motherfuckers all over though they do it's, it's something in the water friend <laughs> I promise you, I'm like, my next whole trip might have to be to Dallas or something because it, I've heard it, it's not given what it's supposed to give. Because mm-hmm. I was at first, I was just like, you know, I was gonna have my whole trip in Houston. They were like, no, 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 you need to go to Dallas. I'm like, wait, what? I've heard, I've heard. I, yeah. And I'm sorry, I still want me an authentic LA nigga. Like, that's on my bucket list of DL niggas. Like, I heard DL huh. LA niggas is wild to begin with. So mm. I'm, re- I'm with all chicks, <laughs> but oh, it's refreshing to hear that, especially coming from grown women having that kind of conversation. Yeah, grown black women, grown black women having that conversation and saying, "Hey, if he's a certain age, I already suspect a certain level of nigga play." It's like you wouldn't go to a woman like 
women are a little more men are a little more comfortable asking a woman like you haven't been with a chick before ask it ask a man if he's ever been with a dude before especially hands up ready to fight i ain't with that gay shit meanwhile mean fucking wow he done got all the notifications turned off on his jack and his grinder because he don't want it to be known okay i don't i don't miss the extraness i don't and it was time to talk about the date gay magazine be giving me some of the best content to put us for us to debate so (laughs) (laughs) it's a tweet that comes from keezy weezy now this is on twitter the screen the handle is spelled k-e-e-z-i-e-w-e-e-z-y-y okay mm-hmm. and they posted a question <laughs> marlon's about to get aggravated but oh well do bottoms take tops on dates and pay i'm gonna give my friend a second to consume himself because if y'all could see the face that he just made on this zoom He's about to go in for the kill because I'm See, tired of talking about this with y'all. I'm tired of talking about friend, this with y'all. You know what, friend? Like, not not for nothing. And I don't... Because for some reason, we were spiritually aligned today. I, 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 we're, we're, I do not take offense to it. Please go. No, 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 no. This is what I'm saying. I, I want us to say this because you and I were here today with this because this is part of my burning my biscuits. So let's just stick a pin in that. Because when we come to burning my biscuits, this type of shit right here is in my burning my biscuits today. So let's 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 take a break, come back, and when we when we get down to burning my biscuits, we're gonna come back to this shit because I got shit to say. But I wanna say this because we, we here today. We here. <laughs> let's re- let me refill let's refill these cups and we're gonna insert this break and be right back. And we're back. We are back, bitches, and y'all know what time it is. Marlon yes. has got this pot ready to be stirred. So this week, we got a fun pot this week, y'all, because I was I have some ideas that I want to save for a later episode. So I thought that we could do some fun shit today and stir in the pot. You wanted to have fun, y'all. Yes, I want to have fun, you know, because I know how to stir the pot several different ways. There are Lots of ingredients we can throw in a pot and get it stirred. So, you know, we're just going to do things today. All right. So, first up, so I was thinking, right, that mm-hmm. it would be really fun for the whole nation to get to know your resident hoes. That's right. We are going to have a little fun moment where we ask each other's questions, five questions apiece to be exact. So that y'all can get to know us a little bit better. Just random, random facts. Come up with random questions. We ask the questions to each other. And then y'all get to know a little bit about your uh, your resident host. And then we keep it moving. Okay. What you think, friend? You good, you good with that? You good? You all right? You know, I'm just going to throw out here. My friend gave me this task of designing to spice it up. Last minute. I had all of an hour to get mm-hmm. my portion together. So bear with me. Tiana voice. Five questions. I'm sure the teacup. Five questions. Can you explain it first before we get there? Because I didn't even explain it. I just want you to know that. Go on. Here we are. So, five random questions. Doesn't matter what it is. Just five questions that either my co-host wants to know or I feel like the listeners would want to know. So, I'm going to start with my questions since, you know. Yeah. Fran was a little upset with me, but that's okay. 
All right. It's not, it's not, but continue. First question, it's definitely okay, and you're going to deal. First question, what was your childhood dream job? Mm. Not you had to pause for the calls, like, what the what did you want to be when you grew up, friend? Originally? Mm-hmm. I wanted to be a lawyer. Really? Mm-hmm. I originally wanted to be a lawyer. Interesting. Mm-hmm. What drove that dream to be a lawyer? Like, I just, I don't know. I just, I wanted to be someone important. Um, at an early age, I wanted, you know, to throw on my little suit, wear my little thing and thing thing. I wanted to get into law enforcement when I was younger. And, you know. As I've gotten older, absolutely. The fuck, the fuck not. not. <laughs> no. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Okay. All right. Cute. Second question. Who was your crush in high school girl oh god i have to be honest i have to be honest i don't fucking Come like on, you tell right me, now tell me, tell me. i don't I like you. you right now no fuck that Yay. so Yay. the funny part was i had this conversation literally not too long ago and <laughs> So in my high school, shout out to y'all. Y'all know who y'all are. I went to a Catholic high school from fourth grade all the way to I graduated high school. I was in Catholic school. So my high school was very mixed, to say the least. We had a bunch, Mm -hmm. like, but mostly we, the population for the school mostly was over, like, basically it was a lot more Hispanics. Hispanics had majority in the school. So my high school crush was this Puerto Rican dude and he was fine. I'm not going to say his name. If you went to school, you already know who I'm talking about. He was fine to me at the time and he had, I, I have a thing and I think it started here. I have a thing for, I guess you could say a, a slight flirt with danger with my men sometimes. Oh, okay. That's, that's, that's your deep diving into the DL pool. Uh, hey, 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 hey. Uh-huh. Okay. Hey. Right. Hey. Uh-huh. Hey. Mm-hmm. Tell me I, I never said that. <laughs> okay. Right. I know. Uh, and if you lined up my exes, only two of them were hood dudes. I mean, you know, people that you're in a relationship with and people that you like to screw are two totally different, uh, two totally different types, honestly. But I know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. actually was in relationships with these two. Mm-hmm. You will not, try, okay. you will not try me. But mm. about this high school crush. So, what was so <sighs> dangerous about him? <laughs> he lived the life for better like words. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. All mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. Mm. That was a good Hard time. Deal, y'all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> See? Nasty. All right. Uh the next question. I told y'all I was starting to pop with this. Oh God. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Who is your closest sibling and why? 
my younger sister Monisha um, because I felt like she I feel like she is my first best friend uh, mm. she knows the most out of all of my siblings about me and we speak on a regular basis how she called me earlier <laughs> she, annoys the me- she annoys the hell out of me but I love her I love it and Mo's the one that usually calls when we're recording yeah yes it's her. <laughs> Literally, if I call her right now, if I call her right now, she's like, I miss my brother. I'm like, we just spoke. What are you talking about? You, you miss just me. talked to me. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. <sighs> I think I'm going to save that one for last. Okay. The next one is your favorite snack after an edible. Mm-hmm. What happened when the munchies hit? What you want when the munchies hit? I want to chew, so it's gonna be probably something gummy, probably gummy bears, gummy worms, something along those lines. I like, I like those. I like those. I like it a lot. You like candy? Okay. Yes, cute, I like it a lot. Cute, cute, cute. All right, and the last question. Prepare yourself. Oh God! Tell us about a time when you were really messy. What did you do, and what did you learn from it? You bastard. <laughs> the whole nation wants to know. <laughs> How dare you ask me this question? How dare you? Because mm, mm, it's me. I'm stirring the pot. That's why. <sighs> I told y'all, God working on me. Okay. He's working on me. Listen, this is a safe space, judgment-free zone. We don't do that over here in the whole nation. Y'all know that. So I had just got out of my relationship. And mm-hmm. one of my ex's acquaintances had fallen, taken a huge liking to my inbox after we broke up. Ooh. Okay. After... Close to three months of coercing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I did. I did yeah. it. Okay. I did it. Okay. <laughs> what I learned from it <laughs> mm-hmm. is sometimes when you act, when you feeling petty, ignore mm. that feeling because I promise <laughs> you, it was it. Oof! It just let's just say. You went and what the Yelp review. Got it. Let's see. Wasn't even worth it, y'all. See? You're right. Sometimes just just leave Petty Patty in, in the background. Because she ain't mm-hmm. gonna get you nothing you really want. And guess what? Not that for complete, real, for real. And that completes my five, but I'm reversing the question back to you for your first one. Go. Okay. I mean, the, the a time when I was really messy mm-hmm. was with an ex-boyfriend of mine. Okay. And uh, he introduced someone into our relationship under the guise of being his gay son. Uh, Come to find out they were actually really fucking. And so what did I do? I fucked him too. And then told him about it later. What did I learn from that, kids? Uh, well, honestly, yes. Probably the same lesson is like when you're feeling really, really petty like that, uh, you should probably refrain from doing that. Also, I learned that revenge cheating doesn't really get you anywhere. 
it's kind of fucking dumb <laughs> because essentially you're just you're hurting yourself and the other person anyway even more and it's not going to help your relationship at all uh and in my case it's uh it doesn't really get you anywhere because you end up with hiv so there you have it yikes okay mm -hmm. question two to my common knowledge you have lived in three major cities we're yes. counting chicago we're counting detroit we're counting dc and i'm not counting jersey yet so if i'm correct you can tell me if i'm wrong because i counted three thus far besides here okay so that's far of, the, here, yeah. of the three which was your favorite and why detroit why detroit detroit was my favorite why because detroit I found my purpose and I feel like I found myself in Detroit. Uh, mm -hmm. Detroit was my first venture outside of my hometown. And it was one of the best experience that I've best experiences I've ever had in my lifetime. I found my tribe in Detroit. Detroit hustles hard. Detroit rides for Detroit really, really, really hard too. Um, mm -hmm. when you see shirts that say Detroit versus everybody, they fucking mean that shit. Like <laughs> It may be a lot of shit going on in Detroit, but you cannot talk about a Detroiter to another Detroit. It's just not going to happen. It's not going to happen. There's a lot of culture in Detroit that I really, really appreciate it. A lot of people there that I really, really love and adore. And uh, yeah, it, it's where I found myself and I found my purpose and I, I love it. I will forever love Detroit for that. So yeah, it's my favorite city. And it has one of my favorite gates here that I have in every um, major metropolitan city I've been to too. Mm, okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. This next, well, now I'm not going to ask that question. That's an off air question. No, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I, I had to think about that. We're like, no, 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 no. we don't want those. Yeah. You got to name it. You know, name, there are I got time for that. Very few things that I will not talk about, but you know, you know the boundaries, child. It's only, it ain't that many, but yeah. I already know. I don't, know what I, I, don't ask, I, don't, I don't ask questions. This is why. Okay. Uh, <laughs> what is your go-to game or book for comfort? Ooh. Mm -hmm. I didn't really say music on purpose. Question. I did um, not say music on for a purpose. Favorite go-to, I will say book because games are kind of favorite pet, like a pastime that I don't really go to for comfort. Mm -hmm. uh, but if I had to choose a book that I'll go to for comfort is Perfect Peace by Daniel Black. Okay. It's a really, 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 really good book. Daniel Black writes really, really amazing stories that are usually set uh i want to say like in the 50s and 60s era um right on the precipice of civil rights movement but not in their fiction novels um but they're usually set in like southern spaces um they usually have a religious undertone to them but they are unapologetically queer in some way and the stories are just amazing but perfect peace is a really really good book i won't go into what it's about but i will highly recommend that if you do love books to read perfect piece it is awesome i'm at four mm -hmm. you got two more make them good mm -hmm. My, <laughs> this one's gonna be easy what is okay. your favorite cocktail that is not easy uh because <laughs> you know i love to drink 
But I know, I know. if I'm gonna go with my drink of choice, it is a Peach Long Island iced tea. Love it, love it, love it. Not everybody knows how to make them very well, but when you find a bitch that know how to throw together a good Peach Long Island iced tea, uh, I can drink them all night. And I literally have several times in my life. He thinking y'all, one more, one more ho, one more. See, this hub, this is a good one. It's gonna be loaded, and he's gonna be shocked it's coming from me. I, you know <laughs> what I probably am. So what is <laughs> as my friend reaches a annual anniversary coming later this year, in the some odd years of experience, as he has proudly quoted himself as an older guy, I want you and your last question to tell us the best piece of advice about life that you've gotten and that you've kept with you to this very day. Mm. Mm -hmm. That is a good one, Fran. Mm -hmm. Mm. This is what happens when you give me something last minute. (laughs) The best piece of advice that I've gotten in my 39 years of experience working on 40 in October is that... (laughs) And ironically, this advice came from an ex that did me really dirty. Uh, and that, best, that, that piece of advice I find myself saying more often than not now is that your happiness is the most important in any and every relationship in your life. Mm-hmm. If you are not happy with the things that are going on around you, with any situation that you are in, with anything that you are doing, you are not serving yourself. Mm -hmm. You have to be happy first. Everyone else comes second. No matter who it is, family, loved ones, business partners, friends, nobody's happiness comes first but yours. Mm -hmm. And that is not for you to manipulate the people around you. It's not for you to shit on people around you or anything like that. But you have to be happy with every relationship that you're in. And if you're not, you need to change it. Mm-hmm. That's the best. And I will also answer the question for myself. If it's one thing that I took from my ex that I hold into this very day, when you make, when you make a decision, stand in that decision, like you already said no, then commit to saying mm-hmm. no. Don't waver. Yeah. Don't trust anybody. You can change. They can change your mind once you've made up your mind. Stand in it. Like nope, mm-hmm. you're not doing it. Absolutely not. No. I'm like why not? Yeah. Don't have to give you a reason. No. I said okay. no. That's real. Yes, it is. That is real. All right, and that is the conclusion of getting to know your resident host, y'all. So now we're going to move on into another fun segment. Mm-hmm. And that one is, we're going to call this one, give it some. Um, so Come on, we give are me going some. to do questions about the thing we love the most other than food, and that is what? Music. That's right, God damn it. We're going to do some rapid fire questions. Um, there's 10 of them. We're going to both answer them. And unless we ask for an explanation, just answer the question. Don't go any further. Okay. Okay. All right. All righty. So first question, 
favorite album from your favorite decade? Go. The 2000s, I'm going to instantly go with it's a tie. It's a tie, Lord, it's a tie. <laughs> um, it's a tie between Full Moon and Who Is Joe Scott. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're right mm-hmm. about that. Mm-hmm. Um, I-, I can't choose between I think two. I might have to. I have I might have to piggyback with you on that one because 2000s is definitely one of my favorite decades. Uh, but my tie is between who is Jill Scott and Mama's Gun. See, can, yeah, Mama's nope, Gun. No explanation. Nope. <laughs> nope. nope. We can't do it. Nope. We can't do it. Fine. Uh. Can't do it. Can't do it. All right. Next question. A song and or album that an elder put you onto that you still cherish to this day? Since his birthday literally was yesterday, I have to use my Aries um, in this because he is deceased. The song that he put me onto funny and ironically was Alkaline's Rock and Roll Gangster. Mm. And every time that I think of him is a song that I have to play. It's not even Athlon, excuse me. I'm saying it so wrong. It's Avalon, um, Alon, I believe. It's A-A-L-O-N. Okay. So yeah, and the song's called Rock and Roll Gangster. It is a go-to when I, especially when he comes to mind and I just need my second, mm-hmm. I play that. Okay. My favorite song from an elder is a song that my nana introduced me to love her dearly she'll never listen to this podcast but uh, (laughs) it is the rubber band man by the spinners i love that song to this very day and every time i hear it i think her so yes that's my favorite song from an elder all right next question a song that you had no idea about its meaning but learned when you got older and what was the lesson you learned from said song (laughs) (laughs) oh my god it's so many Mm -hmm. it is so many i know Uh, but just choose one friend (laughs) that is a hard question uh fudge my co-host for this (laughs) because <laughs> there's a lot of songs that just flooded to my mind in one sitting. Yes. But I'm going to have to go with Jill Scott, Show Me. Now, the funny part is my mother put me onto this album because there's a lot of albums that she would play on repeat and we would get the message but when it came to certain subjects that were discussed on Who Is Jill Scott, I had no real meaning to a lot of them. I just liked the song. So when I started picking up on to what one is the magic number really meant, which is a song basically mm-hmm. about saying you have to love yourself above everything else. But show me, baby, yeah. let me tell you about mm-hmm. show me real quick. If you don't know, and I'm going <laughs> to take a minute to explain, forget the rule. I'm going to make it quick. So 
the funny part was I didn't understand it until I listened to it back in like 2015. And then the first line resonated, everything else made sense. And she said, if I asked you to trust me on all things, would you do it? If I asked you to map your positions, would you try it? Hmm. Constantly talking about how much you want me, love me, need me. You told me, stop talking. No more conversation necessary. Show me. Show me. Mm. Like, I don't want to talk about this no more. I want you. What are you doing? <laughs> nothing. Nothing. Listen. You're doing nothing but talking. Mm. This is why one of that's my love real. languages is acts of service. <laughs> this is why. That, that's, that's real. That mm-hmm. is real right there. Okay. Um, and mine, in true fashion, from my favorite of the 2000s, Bag Lady by Erica Badu. Let me tell you oh shit! Because first of all, she dropped the re- the, the Chibisack remix as a single, and then when you got the album, you got the slowed down version, which just told me up even more in later years. But that's neither here nor there. Uh, yes, I loved that song because the the remix just slaps. Like everybody know that song. As soon as it comes on, as soon as you hear the the intro, you already like everybody's bopping and moving, right? But it took for me. Like later on in life, specifically, I think I really, really got that song when I started frequenting frequenting Detroit but right before I moved. Mm-hmm. Bag lady, you gonna hurt your back dragging all them bags like that. Mm-hmm. I guess nobody ever told you. All you gotta hold on to is you. One day, like, all them bags gonna get in your gonna way. Gonna get in your way. Like I, I said, didn't. I didn't I didn't understand that she was talking about like that you have to get rid of your baggage. It's all in your way. It's all in your way. If you don't get rid of it, you're going to be stuck in some shit. Niggas run away from you because they see all your baggage. And nobody trying to deal with all that. Mm-hmm. You're going to hurt your back here and all that shit. Put it down. Let it go. Woo! Child. Child. All right. Next one. First song that ever made you cry. <laughs> Bone Thugs and Harmony Crossroads. Wow. <laughs> the video did it for like if you remember, and I'll speak it to the gaze of my age. If you were like 35, maybe even up to 30, I'll give you 32 tops. You remember the box. Mm-hmm. Now, the box was before YouTube, when we wanted to see certain videos, before TRL even, we had to call the box and request what we wanted to see. And just so happened, at least once an hour, somebody would request Crossroads. Now, imagine a kid that is under the age of 10 having to watch the video for Crossroads. Yeah. And still to... And to this day, if I watch the video for Crossroads, I'll bust a tear. Wow, real thug tears in this bitch. Okay, L- listen, the All video right. was the video was deep. Say what you want, yes, that video was. was deep. It really was. Um, so the first song that ever made me cry was "Tomorrow" by Tevin Campbell. Do you remember the song? 
that's probably way before your time. It's all right. I'm gonna listen to it. It it kind of <coughs> remind it kind of reminds me when people will say um, the video for Immatures don't go. Mm, uh, please don't okay. go. If you remember the video mm. in the um, in the video, Marcus Houston's girlfriend, his love interest, dies in the video, but also gotcha. kind of real to life because Marcus had just lost his mother at that time. Mm, gotcha. Yeah. Um. Tomorrow made me bust a tear at a smooth tender age of like the eight nine something like that. But yeah, it was. I don't understand why that song made me cry, but it did. All right. Um. The next one. The first album or CD you ever bought and your favorite song from it. All right. So who's taking my black card? Because when I tell y'all the first album I bought, somebody's gonna want it. What ha- okay, what was your first um the first album you bought? Okay, remember Robin, the one that the artist that did dancing on my own? Yes, Ro- I love Robin. Robin is here was the very first album I bought. Mm-hmm. Ask me if I remember any of the songs. I do not. Okay. Uh, okay. And I'm trying to even look through the list of it right now while we're talking. And I'm like, I remember <laughs> none of these remember. songs. <laughs> but if you want it, but I'll go off of the very first single. The because uh, you met, back in the day, we bought we bought CDs of singles. Okay. Yes, we did. The yeah. first CD I ever bought a single was Mariah Carey and Boys to Men's One Sweet Day. Oh, got you. That song wore me out because they just they ran it into the dirt, child. They really I see did. why I made so much money because they were, they played that shit forever. And it was a somber song. Like that was the first yeah. song I ever bought was a somber song that set the tone for mm-hmm. the music I like now. <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty much. Um, the very first CD I ever bought for myself was Brandy's first album, the self-titled album. And my favorite song on that album was Broken Hearted. I hated the remix with Wanye. I really, really did. The original version slaps. So, yes. On that album, I want to say I'm yours slaps. I mm. loved I'm Yours. And she was so young so singing that damn love song. <laughs> 15, right. 15 talks so about I'm Yours. Ma'am, yours what? Your homework? <laughs> your assignments? Your field trip? The mission's <gasps> like, girl, what, what do you mean I I'm can't. Yours? Go get the belt. I cannot. All right. Next question. Mm-hmm. The best album artwork of all time and why? Ooh. I know, right? Oh. I know. And I think I might want to tweet this one. I will say your favorite album artwork of all time. And why? You should tweet that from the Because the best is, 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 that's tough. Um, but yes, one of your, one of your favorites, because I know both of us have multiple, but one of your favorites of all time and why? I gotta, I gotta sit for a second. Give one of your answers real quick. <laughs> Okay, so I'm only going to give one. We're only going to give one. Uh, so I had to really think about this because there was, the, listen, y'all don't even get like CDs with album artwork and stuff no more like that, for real, for real. Yeah. Like they're digitized now, but people don't really pay attention to, I feel like they don't pay attention to detail form anymore, mm-hmm. but I digress. Um, but one of my favorites of all time is Prince, of course. 
but it is the Love Sexy album artwork. The reason why is because it pushed so many boundaries. If any of you all know anything about Prince, you have seen this picture of him on a white background. He is butt naked. I know, I know exactly who you're talking flowers. about. And one of the flowers is actually very prominent and it's a dickhead. And people didn't, people like really freaked out about that album. But that artwork was so like groundbreaking for me. And especially around that time because he was so controversial and the album was such, it wasn't as sexual as people took it with the artwork. It really is. That's sexual. The album itself. It's really not like people focused on the fact that he was naked and that the the flower that's like right next to him has a dickhead on it as the blossom. So of course they went crazy with that. And of course he was pushing boundaries because it's fucking Prince. But the album itself is a certified fucking classic. I love it to death. And that's one of my favorites. It's I like I if I could have that as like a painting in my house, I would definitely have it. It's just that beautiful. Mm. <laughs> you know how I am. I know. You gotta pick one though, friend. Stop mm. stop flipping through the crates. You got to pick one. Land on one. You know where my mind went as soon as you said that. But then pick I'm that really, one. If, if if that's where I, your mind went to, you should choose that one. <laughs> <laughs> I am going to say I actually actually am going to say that Oh you're such a music lover. <laughs> I am because this is hard. <laughs> I'm gonna say fag, and I can't choose more than one. No, just one. You don't ask a music lover questions like this. Oh, this your Libra upbringing is showing so hard right now. <laughs> you just pick one. You're a Libra. You know we. Need, you know y'all need options. I know and more I, than one. I had to discipline myself and break it down to just one. You can do this. You can do this. Just choose one. Uh, damn, Gina. <laughs> damn it, Gina. I am actually. Hmm. I didn't think about this one. God. Hmm. Okay. No, I got, right. I got it. I got it. I got okay. it. I got it. I got it. Shockingly, and I'm going to shock you with this answer because you did this. Okay. You did this. This is all okay. your fault. Take all the blame okay. right now. All right. All right. I'm going to say it's Chris Brown's fame album cover. Really? Mm-hmm. And I'm going to tell you why. When I think about that cover, I think back to everything that happened that led to that album mm-hmm. and how from start to finish that album literally was a smash for him. 
And it was like him kind of moving past the situation, starting to grow from it, I guess, at that time for what we perceived. And it Mm -hmm. just was, it was him getting back to his moment. And it was good to see as a fan, especially because I felt the way toward him for a while. And Mm -hmm. to see the way that album rolled out and how it was just flawless and it actually gained him his first Grammy. So I would have to say it would be him if we're talking on a complete artistic round, because you did this to me, you did this. No, no, no. One, you only get one. We're moving on. No, because you like you love trying to sneak it in. I said one, and I meant it. Next question. Uh, the you worst album. You, the worst album you ever listened to, and Oof. did the artist redeem themselves with their next project? <laughs> yes. Uh, I have to say one of the worst albums I've listened to was Seven Street as Girl Disrupted. I say that it okay. is because of the fact that Seven even kind of admitted she kind of tossed the album out to get to her label at the time. And she redeemed mm-hmm. herself with this last album, Drunken Words, Sober Thoughts. So easily, I have to say it would be Girl Disrupted by Seven Street. That album was just okay. a nightmare. <laughs> gotcha. Um... Mine is Percent Michelle's Let Freedom Ring. I think that's on everyone's list. Basura. It was like her least well-received album, if you're really a yes, fan. Yes, because what the fuck? Um, and did she redeem herself? Yes, she did, because better was just that. <laughs> better, better was just that. Better was something. And I promise you, sis needs her flowers for better really does. And I really wish she would go back to that haircut, but that's a different story for another time. Um, Next question. Mm -hmm. Give me your favorite artist's worst song to date and why. Pick one. First of all, who's your favorite artist? Who's your favorite artist? You, You already know me, so pick one. Oh my God. Since she's been recurring on this episode, Jill Scott. What's her worst song today? Oh. <laughs> exactly. You told me to pick. So now, now you have made this bed. Now you gotta land. <laughs> oh my God. I- You would make me choose Jill (laughs) of all people. I was expecting a different answer, but you Uh brought her into the conversation and not me. That's what happens when you let me choose. Lessons learned. Never again. (laughs) Never again. would go on this list for some odd reason I would have to say oh I would never say that that's a bot in itself it's a mood and I'm gonna play it when we done with this episode mm-hmm. I because we're talking Jill and I have to give a horrible yeah. song for Jill yep <sighs> you asking for a lot um, I am. 
though we love it, it also kind of didn't make sense. I am going to put myself up for crucifixion for what I'm about to say, but it is what it is. I'm going to say Jill Scott Family Reunion. I know why you say that, too. Because you always say that that song didn't fit on that album. It did. It was an album filler. It, honestly, when you listen to the song, it was a poem originally. You could tell it started out as a poem. Right. But that, that song fits on that album because the album is literally called Beautifully Human. And we're talking about very beautifully human. No, 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 no. You're trying to give explanation? And you said there's no explanation. First of all, my question was, what was your favorite artist's song and why? Sir, sir. Why? Sir, I'm saying why? Because sonically, Jill's gone harder than that song. If we know, no, 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 no. If we're going to talk facts, let's talk it, let's put it down. Jill has yes, done. absolutely. So for me, like I said, Family Reunion sounds like a poem, not a song. Even how she delivered it. There's, if you really sit back and think about it, for the most part of that song, yes, she sings parts of it, but for the most part, she's talking. I mean, she did it across her mind. Well, yes, I know. And that's what's the first thing that everyone's going to say. But Cross my mind was about a dude. She's depicting to you a family reunion. Yes, which is beautifully human. But okay, I'll let you have it. That's your answer, not mine. So I'm not going to argue with you about it. Um, <laughs> mine, my favorite artist is Prince. Everybody should know that. If you don't, what's your problem? Um, and <laughs> Seriously, what is your problem? Like, right. His discography is long, long, very long. Uh, but I if I had to that. pick one, it's a song called Had You on one of his albums that he threw away to get away from Warner Brothers um, on the Chaos and Disorder album. And it's the worst song ever because it wasn't long enough. That song is about a minute and 30 seconds long. Mm. And it's really good. I love it. But I hate him for it because it could have been longer. So, Oh, my gosh. Yes. Oh, my gosh. If that were the case, then shit, I should have said Alicia Keys, um, feeling me, feeling you. Because I'm still upset yeah. that that was just a damn interlude. <laughs> like, Alicia. Right. Um, I'm going to do more. And then we're going to go into burning my biscuits. All right. Okay. So. Hmm. Uh, do I feel like triggering you again? Because I feel like yeah, you're going to really, ahead. really. Go ahead. This is going to send you into a tailspin, and then we're going to be sitting here for another 10 minutes waiting for your answer. That is perfectly fine. That's You did this. It's not. You uh, okay. did this. All right. I'm regret asking you this question. Nope, nope, nope. You did, you did it for all if kinds you, of purposes. Uh, shut up. Let me do it. If you create a concert collaboration mm -hmm. with only two headliners, that you think would be dope together, who would it be? Just give me the artist names. I don't want no explanations. Two headliners doing a collaborative concert together mm. that you know would be dope. Who would it be? This is too easy of an answer, but I'm just going to throw it out there. It's going to sound weird to non-music lovers, but oh well. If I had to throw two headliners, if you know me, you know where we're going with this. I'm going to throw Keishonada and Robert Glasper. I really have to refrain from screaming. 
<laughs> I really had to refrain from screaming because, bitch. If you've never listened to the Art Science Project that the two of them put out uh, together a few years ago when Kate Trinata took a few songs from the project he did with the Robert Glasper experiment and remixed them to his beats and added a few artists, baby, go get your, go on Apple Music, go get your life. All right, and for mine, <clears throat> I'm going to say Janelle Monae. Okay. And the internet. Yes, because Gabby was a bot. <laughs> it would be dope. It would, it would be, be so amazing. Dope. Amazing, you, amazing, amazing. But you, but you know what? If we're gonna do it like that. Then I would have to say, why don't we put the internet with phony people? Here we go, y'all. Here we go. What did I say? Did I say two and don't say nothing else? Didn't I say two and don't say nothing else? He don't know how to call. Excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. I do what I want. No, you don't. That's not how that works. This is my technique. I don't. I don't. You don't do that. I don't care. Don't do. You should care. You should. Don't do that. Anyway, thank y'all for this part with me. You know, I love to stir the pot, especially with my friend, because, you know, he be doing too much. He love to trigger me. And, I, and this be my chance to get his ass back every chance I can. Uh, but <laughs> while we were starting this pot, bitch, I forgot I had the goddamn oven on. And I just want to talk about what is burning my biscuits. Now, earlier we stuck a pin in this oh fucking dumbass question. Oh, gosh. That friend found on Twitter. And. Burning My Biscuits this week is the Twitter edition. It just so happens. <laughs> and this week, y'all want to know what's burning my fucking biscuits? Internet trolls on Twitter. Hmm. Because that question about do bottoms take tops out and pay is a trolling-ass question. Why do y'all do this? I just saw another question on Twitter um, earlier this week, where this girl asked, and I didn't even remember her screen name because it just pissed me off and it just made my head fucking hurt. She didn't even ask questions. She said, if it's more than two niggas in one car, oh my God, I have a problem. Oh, I saw that too. What? I saw that too. What? I what saw are you that talking too. About? And I'm convinced that, that y'all do this shit because y'all know you're going to get a reaction. Like, you're trying to go viral. Because you know people are going to look at you and ask you, are you dumb? In three million different ways. You know they're going to ratio your ass in the comments. You know they're going to drag you into retweets. I, it gets, I, I can't. I can't. Like, because who can't? Number one, let's attack the first question from Lonnie earlier. If you're in a relationship, bitch. First of all, I feel like y'all, y'all. Y'all perpetuate the idea that gay men want to be women when you ask shit like this. You want to be heteronormative and heterosexual so bad. You want to have a, a quote-unquote man and a quote-unquote woman role in your relationship so bad. Like, if you want a relationship, bitch, y'all should be taking each other out. Men and women do it all the time. So, like, okay. I don't understand... Like, what the fuck is this? Uh, if you're bottom, do you pay for dates, bitch? Because you should probably be sitting back. You should be letting your top take care. Girl, for what? Why? 
first one sided ass relationships. First of all, last time I checked, we both got a set of balls. So uh, why are you trying to wait for a grown ass man to come and take care of you? It's really why why are we this goes further to say you really want to perpetuate excuse me perpetuate heteronormatives so bad normally Girl, it's common courtesy wife just say that it normally falls upon who asks for the date that's common courtesy yeah. it falls upon who asks for the date unless they state hey can we go dutch it's whoever asks for the date let's start there Right. But now, oh, I'm a bottom. I should have to pay. You work just like he do. Period. So I don't understand why are we asking the question if both of us working and I want to take my man out and I'm the quote unquote bottom in the bedroom. Why is it a question on whether I should pay for this date or not? I, listen. I, I, <laughs> Y'all both niggas. <sighs> and even like, and, and not for nothing, again, even in a straight relationship where there's a a man and a woman, cis or trans, like, why can't the woman take her man out on a date? Like, why? Why is that an issue? Like, what what what, what are we saying? Like, I, I feel like y'all trolls sit up and you just come up with ways to get on people's nerves. I'm convinced that Y'all can't possibly. And, but you know what? Some of y'all might. Some of y'all might think that way because you just trash like that. It, it just mm. might be a thing. So I don't. Uh, that was Girl. what was burning my biscuits this week, y'all. Like, <laughs> get yourself together. This trolling shit, just, just stop. It's, it's enough shit going on on Twitter as it is, girl. Shut yeah. up. Just leave it alone. Shut up, you stupid bottom. First and foremost. <laughs> Like I said, we both, we, we, we both niggas. Like, I'm really trying to understand why are we so pressed to be like, uh, to live out our lives as our roles? Like, your role is not your life. It's not. Y'all do know that, right? It. It's not your life. I want you to get over it. It's a, it's a fact of who not, you are. I, I want your relationship to not be based on what's happening in your bedroom. Period. Just stop. You know, and then it's hard for them to do that. You do know that because half of them don't want a relationship anyway. So I can't. So I don't know why we arguing on who pays for dates because y'all don't date. (laughs) And then there's that. So next up, before we close everything out, you know what time it is. How did it make you feel? I make you feel, friend. So this one comes from Talk to me. Nedra Tawab on Instagram, Ooh. and that is N E D R A T A W W A B. You ready for this one, friend? Tell so, take me to the game. This is not being nice. It's people pleasing. Mm. Accepting blame to keep the peace. Oh. Operating beyond your capacity, mm-hmm. disregarding your needs, allowing people who haven't changed back into your life, hello, doing for others what they could do for themselves, and mm. going out of the way to accommodate people, being passive, and remaining <laughs> silent 
when you have an issue. Yes, I drug myself this week because God damn it. <laughs> God uh, damn it. I'm sending you my copay so many- for therapy. Because, <laughs> bitch, a lot of us are out here people pleasing, and we just got, you got to stop it. You got to notice it, and you got to see it when it happens, and you got to call that shit out on yourself, and you got to change that shit because it's just not, it's not serving you, sis. It's, it's not. Really not. Me, I'm speaking to myself. It's not fucking doing it. That one drugged me by my hair follicles that are non-existent on this bald ass frame because God damn, it's too much. My, much, I, too much. You know, my plugins are being drugged, and it's just, it, it's just not something. I, I just, I don't understand my edges. Where did they go? Yeah, they gone. They are non-existent. All right, y'all. So that is our episode for the week. We thank you all for joining us over at the whole nation who raised you hoes. Appreciate you all. We want you all to not forget, huh? What happened, friend? What did you what are you want to Uh you know we both do it. How did it make you feel, right? You just recently started doing that. So I didn't know if you had one because you didn't say anything. You usually have one queued up. And, and it's a day. So, it's a day. I and guess what? Now I do. So you can fix your neck, and you can apologize to me. You can start there. You can start there. I'm not. I'm not. You, you, but, but you will. Yeah. You. You know what? We're gonna we're gonna have banter. You can't about, make me. We're gonna banter about this off air because I'm gonna get my apologies. Damn it. Anywho, you can roll your eyes, but mine is gonna be real quick. It's coming from The Good Quote, one of my favorite Instagram pages. If you guys did not follow them, it is exactly the way I said it. All regular words. The Good Quote. They Mm -hmm. have a post, and it goes a little something like this. All right. It's painful to say goodbye, but trust me, your life is now saying hello. Mm. Mm -hmm. How did it make you feel, friend? How did it make you feel? How did it make you? Mm-hmm. I dig that. I dig that. Saying goodbye to a lot of things is not always easy, but it's sometimes it's necessary. It is very necessary most times. Very necessary most times. And since I work, I made my friend backtrack. I'm a press play. <laughs> Thank you guys for joining us <laughs> to a wonderful episode of Who Raised You Hoes. We appreciate you here at the Whole Nations. Please don't forget to subscribe to us on your podcast streaming platforms also if you guys are not following us on the socials our handle is as follows wrh podcast that is on instagram twitter and our facebook like page which is wrh podcast if you have a business inquiry because you know the girls like to do business Send your Hello? serious inquiries to wryhpodcast at gmail.com. Once again, it is wryhpodcast at gmail.com. Our list of the letters. You know, we like to do those. We like to do those, okay? Mm-hmm. So you're going to send your letters to at wryhpodcast at gmail.com. Once again, it is at wryhpodcast at gmail.com. And before we go, hold up. You know we sweet talkers here now, right? We Hello, talk the sweet talkers, huh? We talk the sweet shit is what I like to call it, or the sweet ish. Have y'all mm-hmm. caught up on it? Are you subscribed to mm. the YouTube page? 
You should. Because, you know, we got What Up, though, coming back now. We still got Player yeah. One with Kyren. Then you got Dragon mm-hmm. with Makari, Tra- uh, Travaris, and Chase. The Cookout Hello. Podcast is back. Yeah. And I heard we got more shit heating up, to, uh, heating up for y'all for treats. What, what are y'all waiting on? Are y'all so, did y'all subscribe? You better come get your candy over at the Sweet Talkers, bitch, because we taking off and we're not playing no game. So make sure that you are subscribed to It's the Sweet Talkers on Instagram. Um, and yes, the Sweet Talkers on YouTube. So you can get all that visual, good, good, good content that's going on over there. Don't fuck it up. Don't. Make sure y'all like, rate, and subscribe, too. Don't Make sure y'all that's do it. that. Make sure y'all do that. Excuse me. On me all the shows. Out. Thank you very much. On all of them. Excuse me. Let's be right. Like rate, comment, and subscribe, and share with your friends. Mm-hmm. Stop being stingy. That's, and it share. Ain't, it, ain't, it ain't all about the girls you listen to on a regular basis that don't even know your first name. Make sure you say, did you support a Black creative, a black queer creative today? If the answer is no, it. you know what to do, huh? Get on over that it. channel. But anywho, thank y'all. <laughs> We enjoy it's been you. real whole nation. We'll holler at y'all later. All right. Bye.